The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. And I'll tell you what, um, we're going to bring him in momentarily. Uh, I've got our pal Charlie Oliphant on here. And just kind of, we've been going back and forth for a little while here. And, you know, this, this radio station, I swear to God, to me, it almost feels like getting hit right over the head with a sledgehammer, and in a good way. Um, there's just so many good things going on here, so much content. I mean, if you're paying attention besides motivation and muscle and the FBC blog and all that, you know, go out and look at Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids and all the people that are coming in here. Tell a friend of yours. Bring them in. It, they, you don't have to lift stones. You lift sandbags. You can power, do stuff in the power rack. I don't care. Whatever it is in relation to strength or what you're feeling mentally, share it. I'm telling you right now, and we'll, I'm going to ask Charlie that question first when I bring him in. You know, there's a lot of people feeling like you out there, believe me. And don't be, and don't be shocked to hear that because I'm telling you right now, we're going we're gonna to talk not only about some stuff going on, uh, with Denny training tomorrow with Charlie and Mark Haydock, and we're going to talk a little bit about what happened when the Yard Blair Stones went bananas out on YouTube um, with Andrew Carney. And we're going to get into, I'm sure, a lot of what I just said, but you shouldn't be shy about things. You know, the only way you're going to find out answers is ask the questions, and then it's up to you to go out and start thinking and looking. I can't I can't emphasize this more. If you haven't listened to my latest podcast from the other day called Power Thinking, go out and listen to it. And you should listen to it with your son or daughter and your wife. What I did with that is I talked about one of the main things, the main ingredients in your success with anything in life is to love yourself. And I asked that question, and I'm sure a lot of people were taken aback. And I, the first question I posed on the beginning of that show was, do you love yourself? Most people don't. They are self-loathing. They have a low opinion of themselves. They don't feel they're important. Well, that's all a load of crap. And I kept saying through it, say this, follow me. I love myself. I love myself. And I said many other duration or, or, or what's the word I want to use? Other naming things I did, naming schemes, I really, really love myself. Deep down, I really love myself. You need to keep saying that to yourself. It will change your life like you can't imagine. Take it from a guy that is changing his DNA with everything. I was telling Charlie before we came on, you'll see what I'm doing with my training. I'm applying this now into my lifting, and you know what I do, and some. Um, some workouts have been just off the chart. Others, 
like I said, I felt like I got hit in the head with a sledgehammer. This is all beginning to let go of the negative qualities and quantities I've been carrying around with me for 40 years. And believe me, everyone's got them. And most people, I was telling Charlie this place I'm I'm out getting more money for the business, which I, I'll be honest with you, I hate it. And I'll tell you why. You ought to hear the verbiage everywhere I go. I mean, no respect for themselves. I don't take any crap from them. I've had words with a couple of vendors. You're not going to talk to me like I'm a piece of garbage, let me tell you. And if you're smart, you ought to shut your yap before I close it. I'm not kidding you when I say this. If you want to be a winner in life, take a risk on yourself, learn to love yourself, and keep paying attention here because I'm going to give you so many things that you've never heard before. And if you have, you've never heard it from the guy like me that's living the dream every day. I am an entrepreneur, and I am proud to be an entrepreneur. I am a businessman. Do you realize that? Just like Charlie and so many of the people on here, lifting is the best thing you could ever do. It's the base for everything here at M&M and FBC. But it takes you so many places. I'm going to take you with me. And we're all going to see everything happen. National radio show. Mark my words. Now, go out to, uh, well, stand up. Take a deep breath through your nose. Out through your mouth. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am am unstoppable. Call yourself just winner, champion, unstoppable. Keep feeding your mind that. Next, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Winners and champions, that is the product, and it's reasonable. You should go out and take a peek at it. It'll last you for decades. There's so much stuff on there. Also, too, we are always looking for people to invest in this enterprise, both of them. If you go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com and you go out to Prosperity Consciousness, um, $25.50, Break that down over a year. That's nothing. And I don't ask for subscription prices, and I could, because at the rate this show is growing and the amount of people that are coming in and the plans that we're tackling outside of here, this place could just, I don't know, man, we'll, we'll light up the sky. I mean that, too. There's things that are going on here that you wouldn't believe, and it takes time. We're coming into our fifth year. Um, usually businesses start going in their fifth year. And I, I got a lot of things I want to do in our fifth year for stone lifting. One of them is going over and meeting Charlie. And um, Charlie kind of knows my intentions. And there's other people I would like to meet right along with that. So we'll see what happens. But invest in us. I'm telling you, you're investing in a winner. Motivation, muscle, um, slash category, slash podcast. Go out and look at the gems I've done with Charlie. I mean, there is just a vault of stuff out there. Um, also, too, sign up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. Once again, Don G. Fardino invested in us um, out on our um, – he bought advertising through here, which he was very generous with. And right now, I'm going to tell you uh, about a little deal that he's got, which is coming through M&M. Um, I just have to bring it up soon as I can bring here we go right here now this this deal goes through to the 31st of March the coupon code is for $45 off any complete 8x kit mace club arc big deal kit and trainer pack now to get this two ways 
You can go out to Facebook and contact Donnie, or you go to adexclub.com. You have to put in this code, MM19, to get the $45 off. So if you've been on the fence or you want to talk to Donnie, go out, tell him we sent you, put in MM19. That's because motivation and muscle. MM19, everybody. Go out, check it out. Go out to my blog. Look at the five stories Donnie's wrote about entrepreneurship. They're excellent. Um, he just sent me another one. Uh, this is going to kind of tie all five together. That should be up tomorrow or if I get time after the show tonight. Um, I'll get it all over to WordPress, um, edit it, whatever has to be done. And then tomorrow morning, I'll uh, put it out in production, as they say. So be on the lookout for that, because this show will be up tomorrow no matter what. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? Oh, our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And on that note, I'm going to give you some information on Charlie. Number one, let's see. Uh, did I get this? Do I have the right one? I don't know if I've got the... Yeah, i got to have the right one. Oh, uh, this is an old one. Welcome to the family. Well, uh, Charlie, correct me if I'm wrong. No, you know what? This is not right. This is when you and I did it with Alan. So the first thing I've got to do here, just bear with me, everybody. This was one of the um, double shows we did for a while with, like, Liam and... Let me see here. Let me see. I think this is here. We can get everything we want from you. Let me see here. As soon as it comes up. Here we go. Uh, all right. Number one. He's Scotland's representative for the International Highland Games Federation Stones of Strength. He's a stone lifter, farmer, and he's a Highland Games competitor. And for anyone that doesn't know, you need to go out to Facebook and check out the Ard Blair Stones. That's his gem right there. Um, and we're going to get into that a little bit, I'm sure, tonight. The popularity of the Yard Blair Stones is a lot like what we're talking about with Eminem and, and, and the pages here. Um, we're seeing some massive changes in, in all the stuff Charlie and I are both doing. So, Charlie, welcome back, brother. It's always an honor, sir. Well, thanks for having me back, Eric. Uh, it's just always a pleasure to be on the show. And uh, we've probably got quite a lot to talk about since, oh. since the last time, I think. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've been I've been enjoying your recent podcasts. I think they've been fantastic, and um, you know I'm, I'm excited to be uh, yeah to be back on board. Well, it's always great to have you on board. You know that. Um, is there anything I missed, Charlie? You want to give out any uh, anything new? Um, anything coming up? And we're going to get into obviously, like I said, Charlie's got some big plans tomorrow. They're going to do some Denny Stone training, and I'll, I'll let him get into that more. We're going to talk. We're going to hit upon the popularity of the video um, of the Ard Blair Stones with Andrew Carney lifting the stones. And, of course, you know how I, I enjoy um, Lawrence, who's Charlie's son, because I got a nephew the same age. And, um, you know, you just love the hell out of these kids. You see what they're doing. And, you know, like I said to Charlie, because he said, well, Lawrence is coming tomorrow. And I was like... You talk about, you know, what a life, man. I, 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 I know he's young, and he probably doesn't get the whole thing yet, but my God, I, I wish I had a Charlie or somebody guiding me back then in some respects. In others, I don't know. Maybe that's why I got to where I got to. You know, Charlie and I and so many of us have talked about shouldering responsibility, but 
Lawrence has got an opportunity that is just such a gift, man. And, you know, Charlie, I, I can't praise you enough. I mean, um, what a, a, a lucky young man. Um, but let's talk about what's going on tomorrow. We're going to make a little pilgrimage tomorrow. I know Mark Haydock's going to be there. Why don't you uh, give us a little information on tomorrow, please? Okay, well, um, tomorrow, uh, obviously, you, just, you mentioned Alan, uh, who was on a podcast previously from yep. uh, Killer Strength Scotland. So he and I and, in fact, another friend of mine called Paul Adams are going to go to Potark tomorrow and rendezvous with, with Brett Nicholl and Mark Haydock. Uh, I think that's it at the, at the moment. And um, it's, it's quite exciting because, well, as, as you're probably aware, I've done the num- the Denise a number of times now, and so is obviously Brett's done them more, you know, hundreds of times, I think, and Mark's done them a lot of times. But we thought we'd try to change it a bit and maybe just experiment with some side-by-side lifting, which yeah. uh, it, kinda, it, completely, it works kind of different muscle groups. And I think you feel it more in your lower back. Your musculature feels quite different from doing it. And um, I just think it's probably, you know, to keep things interesting and to sort of, you know, shake things up a bit, I think probably side by side is probably, a, you know, going to happen in the near future. Mm-hmm. And, Mark's, and Mark's, Mark typically would lift side by side. I think that's actually his preferred um method of lifting i think that when he first went to the dinnies the, the straddle thing was never it never really was in his mindset in fact i think that most people when they probably approach the dinnies imagine in their heads lifting them one in each hand side by side because yeah. that's probably what you're thinking yeah um so yeah it, it would be nice to do that and mark has made brett and i uh, a very specific training program to that end Nice. And, uh, he's, he's just basically going to just cover some stuff and um, yeah, just sort of fine tune what what we should be doing or his recommendation. So yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun, relaxing day. Unfortunately, we're not going to get our hands on the, the actual physical dinnies tomorrow, right? right. Um, because it's, it's an unofficial thing. But Brett obviously lives near the dinnies. We'll just rendezvous there. We'll have a nice meal. We'll chat about stones. We'll, we'll, we'll go over some techniques and things, and hopefully have a great day. Charlie, what I wanted to ask you, I mean, you know, we know you've lifted the Denny's a number of times. Um, have you, you've never lifted them side by side, though, have you? Not, not yet, no. But I mean, I think it's probably going to happen in the near future. That's a, probably a very bold statement, but, uh, I, you know, I, I, with the support network around me and, and everything, I, 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 yeah, it, should, it's, it should be more likely than not. Well, let, let me ask you, I mean,. All right, you haven't done them yet. Obviously, you've been very successful the standard way, the straddle way, whatever you want to call it. Um, in your opinion, it's it's a different lift, obviously. Do you feel, I mean, I, I can't wait to get you back on because I want to hear. Do you think it would be more, is it going to be more difficult, do you feel? Or is it going to be something that, you know, it's like any lift. You're going to have to find your groove. What, what's your... What are, what are your thoughts before you go in tomorrow? Well, I'm not really sure if it's going to be more difficult. I mean, when, when I when I had my first time at the Denny's, it, it was just for whatever reason I was just was I guess encouraged or to, to straddle them. Yeah, and, that, and that's very much the technique that I was taught at the time. So it's a tricky one for me because had I gone straight into side by side and and done that perhaps i would find that easier i'm really not sure like there are some people who find it like mark Haydock. i think it's fair to say is a good example he actually finds it easier side by side yeah and he actually true. says and, and, if, and if you can lift both ways straddle and side by side i think generally speaking 
people prefer a side by side. But 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 I guess what I'm thinking though is that a side by side seems to me to be um, a, a really a really good way of you know going forwards, taking a few steps. Uh, yeah. Without, without, you know, as far as you can, without physically having to put them down, uh, because obviously with a straddle you're going to trip yourself up. Um, so it, it would be nice to, you know, to get a photo of a side by side, or maybe take a few steps or something. And that, that's that's the natural progression, I would have thought. In, in, in well, for, for me, in terms of what's next and for the dinnies. Well, you know, I, I'm kind, of, you know. I can't equate it to a deadlift in the front, but in some ways, the way I'm looking at it, it, I know the bar's not in front of you, and I know your hands are to your side, but I'm thinking to myself, me, Mm -hmm. to me, it seems more natural. Yeah. Am I am I off or, or no, I mean, no, I've, I mean, never, I've never lifted a, a you know straddle like that with Denny's, but you know I'm looking at I, I I've got it in my mind's eye right now, and I know how you guys you know do do it the conventional way I'll call it, but I'm also looking at you now. I, I can see you in my mind's eye here with a stone to your right leg, with a stone to your left leg, and you're pulling these things straight up. Um, and you had made you made um comment to me before we came on it's probably going to really hammer the lower back that's why i kind of said i know it's not a deadlift with a convention well though though here's what just flashed in my head maybe besides mark being you know a natural with this are you thinking what i'm thinking right now that diamond bar he loves so much Oh, the trap bar. Okay, let's well, let's well, well, let, yeah. let's think about this for a second. Where are the handles when you go to pull that? Right, the the handles are on the sides of your legs. Okay, you're supinated, so when you're standing up, it's kind of the same thing to a point. You you know what? I, am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when I, when I was training uh, originally, I, I had a, a set of uh, Denny handles, yeah, uh, which which I could put weight on. So it was very easy for me to then replicate the straddle stance because I didn't really know any better. You know, okay. I just yeah. went, I just went with that, and I had the equipment and the gear and everything, and so I just, I just worked away with that, and. Um, I, I don't know. I just, it just. I, I guess I just. I, I listen. I listen to to the experts, and and just a straddle seems side by side never really came up. You know. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but, yeah. but you're right about the trap bar, of course. Right. I mean, Mark. I mean, not only is Mark going to show Bryce and I some tips and things and give us some hints and advice suggestions tomorrow, he's actually written us out a training program. Oh, that's awesome, dude! And, uh, so, so this, so this training program does involve a lot of trap bar work and i think that mark i mean we've had this conversation before eric but yeah. i mean I'm, yeah. I'm a great you know a great exponent of the trap bar as as is mark and in fact i think you know you know it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fantastic tool you know for dinny related stuff sure um so yeah it's and a lot of supersets as well he's thrown in there and nice uh one of the things which i've not i've, I've done it before but i haven't really Incorporate it into training is actually um, bending nails. Oh wow, so, nice! So, so nice. it's kind of it's, it's you know it's going to be interesting and it's not what I'm used to. Yeah, it'll kind of shake things up a bit and it'll be a bit different. And there's a lot of timed holds and a lot of axle work and and, and stuff to do with grip. Yeah, I, I uh, love I love that man. I mean, um, I, all right. Well, let me ask you. So let me pose you this question. Obviously, you've got it on your mind. You're going to go up and start doing it. You got a program. 
at the gathering this year. Uh, potential for you lifting the Denny's side side? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought so. I'm not actually um, sure who will and won't be lifting the Denny's. I, I'm, I, to my lasting regret and my utter shame, I'm afraid that I haven't actually listened to your podcast with Stevie yet. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's been on my to-do list for quite some time because I think he possibly might cover what's happening in the gathering. Um, oh, he totally covered. He didn't give us everything, but he gave us a lot. And um, there's going to be some obscure lifts you've never seen there before. Yeah, I've got a sort of rough idea of what's going on. But yeah. in terms of who's going to be allowed to lift the dinnies and yep. under what criteria, yep. I, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, um, I'm going to be there with, with mine anyway. You know, So, I mean, I'll be pretty full on that day with, with the Ard Blairs. Uh, but yeah, sorry, Eric. I didn't try. No, that's you. right. No, you're gonna. When you get a chance, to listen to it. You'll get. Um, you'll get a good earful of it. He's very excited, and you know. Um, we, you know, you the Ard Blairs came up on the show and all that too. Um, you know, you guys are on are on a a, a very good path because you've got things that. You know, really carry a lot of weight, obviously, with people. But, you know, bringing the Ard Blairs in was a real smart move. You know my feeling on that, especially with kids and all that. It really encourages people to, whether they stick with it or not, to say, hey, you know what? I just did something great today. Well, right there, you just built somebody's confidence like crazy, even if it lasts an hour. All right? Same way with Stevie. Um, boy, he's got some great ideas what he's going to do this year and um i think in my opinion not being there or seeing it you know in person um it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting i i there's go i believe that the the added modalities that are coming into this year are going to interest a whole new sect of people too um it's going to be very exciting stuff at least from what he told me um, it, it definitely captured my imagination because, look, and I think he, he kind of said the same thing. It's great to go see the Denny's, but how many people are going to come year after year to keep seeing it? There's got to be other things yet. I mean, you got Ard Blair. Last year you had the Inver, okay? Um, you know, it, 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 you want you want people to participate, You want, and I don't mean just lifting who are invited to do it. I'm talking you want audiences of people. You want kids. You know, you want to be able to hear something and look and say, wow, look what they just did. So you guys are definitely on the right click. There's no doubt about it. And I think if you keep progressing like that, and it's like, you know, what you said with the Yard Blairs, how they're capturing more and more views. People are coming in wanting to work with you. You know, uh, this is a win-win, man. It doesn't cheapen any of the history of it either, in my opinion, because you guys are not going to let that happen. So I, I think you guys, I, I think 19 is going to be a, a blowout year for you. Go ahead, Charlie, take it. Well, it's certainly going to be a, a very hectic year for myself. Yeah. I, I mean, I've got quite a lot of events coming up, like Ard Blair Stone-specific events. Um, and, I'm, and I'm doing this uh, IHGF Scottish National Final again at the Highland Games. Yep. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of qualifiers. And, um, yeah, there's, there's one weekend, which is really hectic. It's actually the day before uh, the gathering. I'm actually okay. in uh, in Wick, 
which is about as far north as uh, mainland Scotland as you can get. It's sort of okay. John Groats area. So that weekend is going to be absolutely full on, and yeah. <laughs> you're going to be ready to go, time. man. Yeah, yep. it's 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 a lot of a lot of travel, and um, but it, it'll be good. You know, it'll, it'll be yeah. worth it. It's one of these things where if you don't do it, you never know, and you know, you only live once, kind of thing. And let's let's just get it out there and see what happens. You know, hey, um, Char- Charlie, there's nothing like that energy, man. There's nothing <laughs> like it. I mean, obviously, when it's all said and done, you'll probably have to sleep for a week. But you get my point. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's got to make you feel very good inside to see what's happening in the stone world now. Um, and it is growing. You know, Stevie said it. I know what's going on. I know with Etched in Stone, the people that are coming in, these, these people are lifting some big things, man. Um I, I, I think at the progression and we keep getting it out there and you keep getting more and more people interested, it'd be great to see. I, you know, it would be the, one of the greatest. I'd love to see like a 18, 19, 20-year-old kid that suddenly took to it like a fish to water and you're like, holy shit, did he just lift that? I mean, that would be the best right now to just see some younger kids, young men, not kids, young men, coming in and participating no matter what um but go ahead i didn't mean to interrupt uh, you uh, what, what you're describing actually happens fairly regularly okay and, and, right. and, and it's, it's it's absolute joy to watch um because you, you can't you can't predict somebody's strength uh on, on their appearance or what they look like or muscle size or, right. or, or height or anything it's, it's an unknown uh you know you really don't know what to expect and some of the the, the sort of the biggest rewards that i've had personally is standing next to somebody and maybe giving them some advice and you, you maybe you don't have high expectations which is always a mistake because you can exactly. never ever judge a book by its cover ever but yep. nevertheless you can't you maybe have a preconceived notion and they, they absolutely blast it and you just you just absolutely dumbstruck yeah you think that is yeah. abs- how on earth do they generate yep. such force and such power particularly when they've never really trained in that or, or, or stones and it, and it does happen yeah and 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 to, and to me it's 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 much much more of a buzz seeing somebody who you, you maybe not think is going to do well i mean it, it sort of large muscle bound people i mean it actually can work the other ways as well you know, oh yeah you, you definitely see somebody who physically looks very very able and, and they can really struggle. So yeah. I guess there's a, there's a sort of a degree of unpredictability about what's actually going to happen at the Stones, which kind of keeps it interesting. Definitely. It's, um, you know, life is real interesting, and you just don't know what's coming your way. And it's like, you know, people, a lot of times I know from people who have come here, you know, they can't budge things. And I'm like, you know, you're a guy that can lift a set you got a 700 pound deadlift what's going look some people have great leverage in some things and some things they don't and some people think that hey i don't ever have to go out and work on this i can do this well many people have been set on their rear end because of that and and to me the defining moment of anything that happens to you are you going to dust off and go back and take it on or are you just going to retreat um I, I, I got to believe it's 50-50 what I'm seeing now. I used to think it was a little more in the positive direction, but um, from what I'm looking at right now, I'd say it's more of a 50-50. Um, you and I know. Let, let, let's be honest with each other. Um, 
you know, Charlie said, you, you know, to me before he came on, you're getting a lot of snow. I said, yeah. Um, and unless it's absolutely brutal, I told him one day I was supposed to lift. I couldn't. We had, I don't know, it was like 16, 17 inches of snow. I had to get the house cleaned out. Well, let me tell you, I got a big snow blower. Wheel that thing around with you for three hours. Now, it's a different style of training, but you got to be in shape to do that. I got news for you. Especially when it, the wind's blowing, the, the the snow's blowing in your face no matter you're covered or not, and it is brutal out there, as they say. But I will tell you this. It's like everything. I'm not going to sit and complain about it that I can't get into the gym today because I've got to do this because it's a different workout in a different way. Years ago, I would have been, I would have been so disappointed, you know, with everything. Not anymore, because you learn through doing, and thinking, and taking bold action. That you know what, I can take that snowblower and move all that snow for three hours, and survive with not having to take multiple breaks every once in a while. Grab a glass of water because you're dehydrating out there, and roll. So you got to look at every situation as a win-win, no matter what happens, okay? I know it's not always easy to do it, but, you know, things happen in life. Every day we are faced with something. Are you going to attack it and be aggressive and take it on head-on? Or are you just going to say, well, you know, I'll do it another day? Here's something I've been stressing big time because, as everyone knows, and I'll get right back to you, Charlie. Um, Vince Lombardi was the coach of the Green Bay Packers in through the 60s. And my father, being a New Eng- from New England, he was Bostonian. They were all from the North End where they all grew up. Um, of course, he was a Patriots fan, you know, Bruins, all the, all the Boston teams. Red Sox to the end. He and my brother, Mark, my God. Um, But he also loved Lombardi, who was coach of the Green Bay Packers. And as I said multiple times, my mom was cleaning stuff out one day and found a real old book about Vince Lombardi. And she said, I know you'd love it. And she gave me Dad's book. And I read from it sometimes even on the show. But I've been going out and trying to find out all the video. I put a lot of video of him up on the Etched in Stone pages because I think it's so essential to where we're going here more than ever now. And one of the things it says, and it's not verbatim, but it's like you don't do things right sometimes. You do things right all the times, all the time. Now, if I was a teacher, and I believe Charlie and I are teachers, if I was a teacher, though, with a blackboard or whatever, whiteboard, whatever they're writing on right now, that quote verbatim would be up there among probably many of my own. I don't know if you could even do that in schools anymore because somebody would probably feel bad. But you know what? I don't care anymore. It's like we are building strong people here, caring people, love people, as I said in the beginning, love yourself. Charlie, um, I know I went off the the road a little bit, but it's all essential to what we're talking about here today. And before we get into the next piece, we'll talk about Andrew Carney. But one of the things I was saying to Charlie is, um, you know, a lot of people have sent me notes, and we've had notes from stone lifters on Etched in Stone saying, how can I get 
myself to lift bigger stones, heavier stones, more conditioning. And we're going to hit upon that, obviously, because this all goes, especially with what Charlie's going to be doing with the, with his friends tomorrow. Um, so we'll get in that. But before we do, Charlie, I mean, finish up anything about tomorrow if you want with Mark. But if not, let's go into this popularity that's really taken off with the Yard Blair Stones. And obviously, I think there was over a million views there with Andrew Carney completing the whole set. So finish anything you want up. If not, let's move right into uh, the Yard Blairs. Okay, well, I'm, I'm quite happy just to move in to the Yard Blairs, Eric. I think I've you know, pretty much covered. Uh, I'm, I'm really not sure. I mean, the Potsark thing is going to be have a degree of unpredictability about it anyway. Yep, um, yep. So I'll just see yep. what happens when we get up there. But yeah. it's going to be fun. Yeah. But in terms of the Yard Blairs, you're right. I mean, it, it's – you know what? It, it's – I think probably this this sort of recent popularity in the Arblairs has has been nothing that I've really done. It's just I think it's just a question of just doing the same thing over and over again. It's like your mantra of repetition, repetition, repetition. Yep. And then something just unexpected happens, and it just grows arms and legs. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it's it's probably quite a good lesson because I think that people. You know, not that I was ever in despair or giving up hope by any means, but it just shows you that if you just stick with something, then something extraordinary can happen without you even predicting it. And it's not as if you're doing anything differently, you're just doing the same thing. But for whatever reason, something captures somebody's imagination and it can just make all the difference. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this particular video I had, it wasn't, I didn't do anything different. I, I tend to record people's performances at the Stones. And, um, Andrew, Kenny, you know, he was no different from any of the other people I filmed. Yeah. And I, and I put people's films up, and, I, and it's pretty much the same wording, and it's all identical stuff. And yeah, this this one got really. Uh, it just it had well, it originally had about five million views wow. On, wow. on my Facebook page alone. Yep. And then other people got interested in it, and they asked if they could share it and could they use it. And I said, yeah, that's fine and everything, as long as, you know, it would be nice if you mentioned the Hard Blair Stones in there. Absolutely. <laughs> and Absolutely. So so there was a particular website, uh, a Facebook page called Love Scotland. Yep. And at the moment, looking at it at the moment, it's had 121,351,657 views. God. And, and there's another one in Edinburgh as well, which which has it. And that's got half a million views. And, you know, there's there's a Spanish one, which is like had several hundred thousand views. So this this thing seems to have been – As I, I had a conversation with Andrew cause yeah. about the whole thing. And we, we kind of worked out that more people have seen him lifting those stones and watched the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, I think possibly watch the presidential elections. Yeah, um, it really is mind-boggling, and, um, but, and and you know, and, and brilliant. You know, it's it's great. You know, it's it's it, uh, let alone the hard blessed stones in terms of like strong man and, and, and lifting and everything. It's it's been a wonderful thing. Um, I, I have to admit, though, it did it did create some. <laughs> A few problems because my my Facebook was linked to my emails. Oh shit! Yeah. So every time somebody liked the yep. page, or yep. you know, it, it was full on. And in fact, you, you know, you get people like if they they win the lottery and things like that. That sometimes yep. they get they they get counselling. Sure. And you'd think, is this really necessary? You know, you, do, you, you really yep. need counselling because you've won however many millions of yep. dollars or pounds or whatever it happens to be. And you know what? Bizarrely, it got so intense and so full on and friend requests and it just got absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I was, it actually, 
and I, I should be appreciative and grateful, and I really, really am. But I'd never experienced that before, and yeah. it, it was uh, it was actually quite unnerving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's kind of settled down a bit now. I think Andrew's only on about a million views a week now. So that, it's, as far as I'm concerned, that's that's, that's, that's incredible. That's slowed yeah. down. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, no, but it, I mean, it was quite remarkable, and I think Andrew was really surprised too, you know. And um, yeah, it's, it's 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 been great for popularity and for awareness, and um, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I don't. Know, I'm slightly at a loss for words, Eric. The well, whole thing quite overwhelming, really. Well, I think it's great, and you know, obviously, you're doing an awful lot for the community. Um, but you know what, Charlie? It's like everything you and I have talked off air, on air. Um, you hit the nail right on the head. You know, I didn't do anything different. No, but what you did do is you stayed tenacious with this. It's like what we're doing here. Um, you know, the growth, growth, growth. People don't realize, a lot of people don't really realize what goes into all these things we do. This isn't something that you just snap your fingers and hope it works because it's not going to work like that. Um, You have to constantly put it out there. Content, as they say, is king. And I got news for people. I mean, if you don't already know, you can see what we talked about a a few minutes ago. The, The growth of stone lifting is like unparalleled and there's so many other things you know we talk about here with you know whether it's the rack work whether it's the sandbag work which a lot of times leads to finally getting your first stone all these things transpire through this type of tenacity through watching you know go out and watch all charlie's videos you'll learn a ton of stuff it's like we talk about here with the shows don't listen to this show once that we're doing tonight. Listen to it a hundred times. Because I'll tell you two reasons why. The next time you listen to it, you're going to be a different person. Okay? And after that, when you listen to it, you're going to hear things in this show you didn't hear the first time. Or the second time. Or the fiftieth time. Why? Because you're starting to tune in to the way you should be tuning into we talk about mentally subconsciously what you're planning in your mind matters you know are you growing weeds or are you growing a mind that can take on anything that welcomes any challenge that will fulfill any challenge no matter what happens i was saying the other day i don't know if it was on my solo show or with scott shetler we did last saturday you know, I was saying, and I've said this before, I, I, I welcome you to try to beat my head in. I welcome you. And I had this discussion even with my mother a few weeks ago, and she goes, I, 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 I understand to a point, but you welcome that type of stuff? I said, yes, Ma, for one reason. I said, the reasoning is to see what can I do? How, how can I rise above this? And is it going to happen the first time? No, it might take 10 times. All right. And that's why I talk about the gym and how important physical culture is and how you have to start learning this, how we teach it here, how we digest it here. You know, do you think the first time Charlie went to pull the Denny stones, he did it? Well, if he did, I mean, he'd be, and I'm not saying there are people I'm sure that have done it, but it's few and far between. 
It's a process, folks. It's taking the first step to learn just to how to straddle those stones. And I'll tell you something right now. I know this from different people I've spoken to. There's a lot of people that get insulted if you give them a little bit of, uh, uh, what's the word I want to use? What's the word, Charlie? Direction? Well, Direction, well, advice, maybe? Advice. Advice? Or even, well, yeah. you could even say yeah. encouragement, you know, depending yeah. on what you yeah. yeah. And, and, and it, it, it's amazing that you would take that type of attitude. Um, I've had people say things to me, training and all kinds of things. You know, maybe I don't like it. Maybe I don't give a damn. The whole point of the matter when it comes down to everything, it's your decision. It's Charlie's decision tomorrow to pull the Denny's side to side. Maybe walk two, three, four, five, ten steps, all right? That's a decision Charlie made. Now they're putting it into action, and they'll do it tomorrow, all right? It's the same thing with the Yard Blair Stones. You know, Andrew went out and lifted these things. Why did that take off like fire? It was just time. All of Charlie's hard work and all the things he's been involved in, what he's organized, where he's had to travel with these stones, you know, takes up a lot of his time. All right? Why did it take off? Well, I just gave you probably a third of the answers to it. But you know what? When you have something good, people are going to come. They just got to hear about you. It's like Eminem and everything else. It's Art Blair Stones, The Gathering. How? They got to hear from it. Word of mouth will make you or break you. It's all yours, Charlie. Well, it was interesting because Andrew and I, you know, I think we were both surprised mm-hmm. with, with just what happened to that video. Yeah. And and we were sort of analyzing it ourselves, thinking, what is it about this video? Why is it so different? Because I've had other people lifting nine stones, you know, and, and there's this, there's a few, you know, you can find out yourself, you know, if you look on YouTube or, or Facebook, or whatever, and. I think what it was was that do you know how I was saying earlier about the unpredictability and you never know how somebody's they're going to lift all nine yeah. or, or or how they're going to perform. Yeah. Well, if you actually watch Andrew's performance, it's it, it almost tells a story because it's almost like a journey because now shortly after that run that he did, yeah, he was at the the Blegarian Ratchery Highland Games and the stones were there as well. Yeah. And and he did it much more quickly and in you know it was straight bang 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 you know he did he did a good thing and and his and his and his first reaction when this when the video was getting millions of views was oh I wish I wish that it'd be my other video. Yeah. But I think we realized that if you actually watch him on on the one that went crazy that he actually it's it's because it's not it's not you know mechanical. It's not thump thump thump. Be getting them all up. It's actually you know he's he's analysing things. He's maybe rolling the stone a bit and yeah. just sort of checking, looking here and there. And it actually makes it a much more compelling, interesting thing to watch. Yep. Yep. Uh, than somebody who is just lifting all nine effortlessly because that that's in a sense boring. It doesn't yeah, it take is. away. It, does, yeah. it doesn't take away from the achievement. I mean, it's a phenomenal achievement and, and wonderful. And if you're watching somebody, you know, you, you know the weights and what they're doing, then that's wonderful. But in terms of somebody who is sort of wanting entertainment and, and it will, will he, won't he kind of thing, then I think that's what it is. I, th- I think that's why it captured people's imagination. So it just goes to show that you can be highly successful from just trying hard at something Yep. Even even if even if the results aren't quite as you, as you had perhaps hoped or expected. Well, I mean that's the main thing. Uh, you're going to have to get you know into that stone, and you're going to have look. I think especially with Andrew, and you see people do them. 
especially if they've been successful with it. You know, it's a whole different, to me, a whole different set of motor skills you plug into. Because we talked about this a number of times, you know, when I talk about how you speak to yourself and everything. See, all that stuff is laying in your subconscious mind, everything. When Andrew did it the first time, all that stuff was brought in. All those muscles were brought in. All those ligaments, tendons, all those neurons, most people don't think that way. And really, you don't have to sit there and analyze everything because that can cripple you. But what I'm saying, he did it. He was successful. There's so many things going on in you, folks. You know, we don't know. No, Nobody knows, okay? But what I'm saying is he plugged in. He got him. Second time, it was even better, all right? That, you know, well, Charlie said it a while back, you know, Frank Klein, repetition, repetition, repetition. I'm telling you right now, that is probably the most important thing besides having a burning desire in your entire life. Nothing will ever get done unless you repeat, repeat, repeat. And that is something I want to talk to you about, Charlie, because we're getting close. And I know you've got a big day tomorrow, but... You know, we get a lot of uh, of information, obviously, um, text, Facebook, etched in stone. And there's been people, obviously, that have lifted stones or they're in the process. And I said this to Charlie before we came on. You know, there's a lot of questions. How do I learn how to lift a bigger stone? Now, Charlie's going to go learn a whole new process of Denny's tomorrow, right? Very interesting. How, you know, and, and, well, what movements should I do? You know, this, that, and the other thing. You know, both, you know, we love to lift stones. What, what, what do you, what is your observation? You know, you've been in it. I've been in it. You've done a lot of things, obviously. You followed some stuff Andrew had for you. You've done your own thing. Now you're going to do some stuff that Mark's got set up for you folks. What, what, is there a common denominator to anything, stone lifting, barbells, anything that, let's start with that first. What do you think is a common denominator for success? Uh, In terms of actually physically lifting uh, the the thing is is your your body position. Well, obviously the the will to do it obviously is there, but but you're actually keeping the weight close to you um, and not having it too far away and pretty much standing over it. Like if it's a stone, stand over it, you know. Uh, keep the, the thing tight to you, and um, uh, there's there's things like like a, in a gym environment, a trap bar is excellent. Yeah. Um, but um, you can't be getting a like a real stone or, or something that you can actually physically squeeze and hug, you know, and, and press your forearms into and your fingers and and um, yeah, which is going to be hard to replicate in the gym well, unless. Yeah. And I have seen people like with a. A barbell loading up the end with 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 weights or something, and then yeah. trying to reach around uh, weight plates and trying to replicate a stone that way. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the levers the leverage is way out because it's kind of on a pivot and stuff. But you, but really finding a natural stone or something that's smooth and tricky, and 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 uh, obviously importantly bending your legs and not not throwing your back straight into it and just standing over the thing and. You know, squatting over the thing and yeah. using your legs. I think yeah. I think the legs is a, is, is a really important one. I think people, uh, perhaps a layman, might uh, engage the back more than they really should, uh, yeah. rather than using the legs. I um, you know, I've I've sent notes to people. You know, my my main thing is is basics. You never can give up the basics. Now, when I'm talking basics, it's going to be some form of a squat, some form of a pull. 
Obviously, uh, I believe the bench press, I was saying to Charlie, uh, I've been going back and forth now uh, for the last few weeks with the Apollon uh, axle close grip, um, um, what do I want to say, bench press with the isometric push. It's all from a dead start. Obviously, I do that with the trap bar. Um, and I can run trap bars any way I want. If I want to do holds, blocks, you name it. So far, so good. Uh, why Why the bench press? Well, I'll tell you why. And the reason why I'm doing close grip is is for it's about six inches apart. I get a I get a I get a a very nice uh, deal with this for one reason. Charlie just talked about the grip. Well, yep, your grip is going to decide what I can close grip, obviously off the pins, off the rods, into the other set of rods. Okay, but the thing is, do you see what I'm doing here? Is I'm getting grip work doing the bench now the reason why i'm doing the close grip is i've said this on many shows is it's vitally important i think to have the middle of the packs fairly large i mean because when you're carrying a stone like the steel ones you see me carrying i'm going to tell you they are very heavy on your chest i don't care how strong your arms are how strong your wrists are i can't even lock my wrists around that thing because it's eight and a quarter inches i can come close but it, it, you can't do it. I mean, maybe somebody with a set of arms that go 10 miles on each side, they could do it. But the point of the matter is the chest has a lot of bearing with the stone, in my opinion. All right? Trap bar, we've had Mark Haydock on here how many times? Charlie, big proponent, obviously. Most of the guys that are really into the Denny's or anything – I remember when Lee Holland Keene was on here, she couldn't stop talking about the trap bar. Trap bar, trap bar, trap bar. One of the main reasons why I started the trap bar is when I tore my bicep. Um, It's fine, but uh, I'm a big proponent of supination now more than ever. I still do straight curls, things like that on occasion, but I even have a log bar that I can use to do barbell curls. And by the way, I do my barbell curls against the garage wall. So it really limits how much I can curl. Uh, there's nothing wrong with doing cheat curls or anything like that. I, I don't mess around too much with that. I like to do the conventional stuff. Um, obviously, too, we talked about adding those into some stone lifting. Charlie made the point, legs. Well, we know any type of pull is going to work the legs, but you really got to squat. And I know a lot of people don't like to squat. But you got to get under that bar or you go like when um, – Ken, Ken Nowicki and I did a show on Out in Front of You, all right? It was a big hit. And we talked about the power of the front squat for stone lifting. Um, you know, log overhead, that's out in front of you. Anything like that. Um, big proponent of those things, too. Um, I've added two this time that I think really affects stone lifting. A few things. I've gone back to uh, one-arm farmer's walk. Why? Because I want each side of my body to take a big load on it and obviously get bigger and stronger. Um, And I do it 95 feet down, 95 feet up. Uh, One other thing, and I'm going to give it right to you, Charlie, that's been super beneficial to me. And obviously, you know, my feeling on York Iron Boots. I think that these things are magnificent. And if you ever get a chance to get a set and get the original book written about them, 
by Bob Hoffman it, it's worth your while. Um, I've been doing a ton of oblique work with him. And I was saying, my buddy was laughing at me. I said, I want to get obliques that look like trash cans on the side of my uh, thigh, on the side of my hip. And they're like, why? You'll never find anything to fit you then. I said, I don't give a shit. All right? My premise is wherever I'm going this year to lift stones, other than Charlie saying to me, Eric, move up two feet. You got it. I plan on just trashing every fucking thing in my path. And I'll leave it at that. Charlie, it's all yours, brother. Yeah, it's interesting what you're saying about grip, Eric. Um, uh, Mark's one of the things I think I touched on it is a lot of um, like sort of thick bar work, yep. axles, yep. Uh, or, or even like scaffolding poles. Uh, you know, yep. would would be a good thing. I, I got some, uh, uh, well, I got some fat grips recently. You know, just to um, experiment with maybe thickening up my, my trap bar handles and things. But sure. I've got to be careful not to deviate too much from what Mark's suggesting because no, no. Right. You know, right. if, if somebody of his caliber or, or yep. Andrew Kearney's caliber or yep. something gives you a training program, you, you really should stick with it and not muck about because it's yep. like uh, it's like gold, really. Yep. Yep. Uh, if any of these people, you know, are prepared to take the time and effort to do that, um, but but like for the Denny's, for instance, I, I wouldn't. I would, Grip, I would, I'd say that you almost would engage grip more lifting a stone than the dinnies. Sure. Uh, yeah. In as much that, um, it, fair enough, if you're doing like a sort of like a natural grip, if you want to call it that, or well, I mean, a, a hook grip's natural as well because it's just your hand. But yep. um, I, I've tended to adopt a, a thumb grip or a hook grip, whatever you want to call it, which which does. Uh, obviously, the pain is quite considerable. I've got, I've got used to it now. Yeah. But, but the pain. For starting out, it's quite exceptional. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But yeah. Um, but it does it does mean you can get away with not having such a, a good grip. Yeah, obviously a yeah. degree of grip is obviously important, and I'm not taking away from that. But you, you, you can yeah you you can kind of get away with it. So in terms of uh, actual grip strength and power and you know crushing things, I would say that's probably more helpful for actually um, like normal conventional stone lifting yeah i would yep. say that the dinnies are more specific to do yep. with you know with the rings and you can kind of work with them um but fair enough I, but hats off if people are going to go to do the dinnies and they're going to do like a, a sort of a natural or a pronated or if you want to call it grip you know fantastic you know it's it's, it's a wonderful achievement and um but yeah it's it's uh, it's I'd say it takes a, it's a different league of grip strength to a, obviously a, employing a hook or a, or a thumb grip if you want to call it that yeah, I you know it, it is too. Like I've talked about the Husafel, and you know you know with the Ardblair stones. I mean, you got a very powerful. Look, everything's got to be powerful. And one thing I may, and I don't know if it would have happened or not. I didn't train the bicep area enough, in my opinion. I, I should have been a little bit more specific. Instead of the old saying, the smaller muscles will come along for the ride. There is truth to that. But I never analyzed enough how vital biceps are with stone training, especially when you're going to lift a 400-pound stone or what is the largest Ardblair 335, Charlie? That's right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about it. A 335-pound stone. you got to have very, very powerful arms. Mm. And well, everything co- Yes, I know where everything comes from, but think about it. If you don't have strong fingers, and I remember Bill Hinburn when he used to be on here regular. He was on me all the time. Train that thumb, train that thumb, train that thumb. The thumb is so vital, especially if you want to go and lift, you know, 
um, a Thomas Inch dumbbell, et cetera, et cetera. Thumb is vital. Okay. We talk about wrists. Charlie's talking about thick bars. Uh, essential. I, I believe you really don't have to do a, a lot of other things if you're training an Apollon axle, or I have a three-inch bar too. Um, if you're if you're training them correctly and not going to the tipping point every time you're using these, and you can't use them constantly, you've got it's like anything. All right, maybe I use it for two workouts and I go back to an Olympic bar. Or some people like to use a, a good, I've got an old school York one-inch bar. I use that, too, for different things. I love the feel of that. It feels like nothing in your hands because you've built your hands so big and strong. We've talked about wrists. Um, I love doing standing reverse curls with the Apollo. Three-inch, too. I'll do seated, okay, wrist curls. Um, obviously, anything. Thick, thick dumbbells, two-inch dumbbells. I love doing dumbbell work. I think it's very essential for any type of stone lift. And I talked about walking the driveway with a farmer's walk. Well, that handle is oversized, too. And it's got knurling in it where I've had it, where I've had to hold that thing so hard. I'd have the knurling marks in my hand for over an hour after I finished lifting. That's how hard it is. So what I'm saying is we could talk about a lot of things, but if I was going to say anything right now, and this is my opinion, and we'll go back to Charlie and we'll finish up, is this. Don't ever forget your fingers because a lot of these stones, especially the Husafel, uh, you want to go over and lift that. There are very few handholds in that, and by that I mean there's nowhere really to sink your fingers into where you can get a good bite. A little bit, but, you know, nothing great. Wrists, you know, we talked about standing you can do holds you can do seated you can do oversized dumbbells they make dumbbells uh um you know with like a little globe in the center you can use to hold if you want obviously i love the farmer's walk because you talk about powering your grip especially when you're only using one arm and going that distance um that's another big thing three inch bars i mean on and on and on biceps well, you can do that with a thick bar. You can do it with a conventional bar. Triceps, well, you heard what I said with um, the close grip. Not only does it get the bench, man, you'll build a set of monsters. Or if you want to, if you're really tricep crazy, go out and start doing a nice set of dips. If you live near Albany, come by. I got a set of four by fours made out of wood that are lagged right into my garage wall. That thing will feel like it's going to split your hands in, like, fives, literally. So there's an awful lot of stuff I do here, Charlie does, and now he'll be tackling some new stuff. So when we bring him back in a few weeks, I, I can't wait to hear whatever he can divulge. If this is <laughs> top secret, we got to keep, but I'm sure he can tell us a few things he's doing. So, Charlie, um, summarize everything, brother. Um, give out any info you want. I'll give out mine. Hang on the line and uh, – this was a great show, man. Um, lots of information, like always. Take it away, my friend. Well, I, I guess it remains for me to say thank you very much for having me back, Eric. And it's a, it was a pleasure to be on the show, as, as always. Um, if anybody would like to get in contact with me or has any questions, then they could, uh, they could find me on uh, Charlie Blair Oliphant. I'm on Facebook. 
and I'm also on Instagram and uh, the Ardbear Stones has a, a Facebook page which is unimaginatively called the Ardbear Stones <laughs> and so is the um, the YouTube channel is also called the Ardbear Stones so hopefully there'll be lots of film footage for people to look and maybe they'll learn something from that and if anybody has any questions then I'd be delighted to answer them and if I don't know the answer I will find them out <laughs> I'm sure you will man um, and, and go ahead Go ahead. No, 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 basically, that's it, Eric. And again, thank you. Uh, oh, anytime, man. I love having you on. And just so everybody knows, Lawrence is going tomorrow for the pilgrimage. I said that in the beginning. Um, like I said, uh, I'm sure we'll see something out of him, too. Um, what, what, what a great experience for any kid. But boy, oh, boy, I'm telling you. It, 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 I, when I see him, I just get a big smile on my face because I'm like, uh, opportunities, man. I mean, I I just see you see so much hope for uh, a young man like that or any kid. Um, it's a great thing to have a parent so involved. There's so many kids out there just dying for that, man. So Charlie's uh, son and daughter are very lucky to have a mom and dad like that. Um, we're very lucky here, too. It makes a difference when you get older. I'm telling you right now. I never knew it or really cared about it back then. I took it for granted. I don't anymore, man. I was saying the other day on my um, on my solo show, I, I would die to just talk to my father one more time. Just to hear what he would say. You know, just to get his blessing that, son, you've done a great job. I'm, I'm, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. Um, that would mean the world to me. But we will see each other one day soon. And by then, I'll be a multimillionaire to boot with everything else. So Eminem will be national, and it'll be a, it, it brings me such pride. And I'm so glad everybody's involved here and listening, and, and I know that you're learning, and, and that's the idea to teach one another. Uh, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Um, don't forget, if you want to hear a show from Charlie and I, go out to Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We're on Spotify, and we're on Google Podcast, among many other things. You can get us in your car on AHA directory. That's called AHA. Um, big thing, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words of inspiration. It doesn't hurt to inspire. You should be out and inspiring. You should tell people who you are. You know, when I do these shows now, I stand up most of the time. Why? Because it's like I'm standing in a room of a thousand people and telling them the story of motivation and muscle. And you're going to see more and more of that. I mean, Charlie knows a lot of people know. My brother Jimmy is behind the whole thing here. I, I say all the time, I'm looking at two pictures dead right in front of me, Jimmy and the Hulk, all right? Those two have given me more than they'll ever know. But Jimmy, when they talk about people and their stories, just think about this. You watch your brother basically wilt to nothing, and we lose him. But in that time frame, he was a teacher. And I'm telling you right now, he is the story and the glue behind here, and he always will be. Everything here is dedicated to Jimmy. Everything. And all that story is out on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Um, there's, it, it, it's, it's an amazing thing that all these years after we lost him, 
he is probably the biggest presence in my life and my mind all the time. I can't tell you how many times I have thought driving, walking, lifting, even when you take breaks, I say to myself, what would he be today? Would he be married? Would he be lifting with me? Would he be running a company? Would he be running the company with me? I don't know. I can only think, and it puts a smile on your face, literally. I'm telling you, don't discount anything in your life. Don't. Take it and do something with it. Also, too, don't forget to, uh, my mom said, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. Also, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, squat it, pull it, press it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And those things that I said right there, you know, we talk about basics, the essentials. It's the greatest stuff you'll ever have, man. It's the greatest stuff. You'll go lift Ard Blair stones. You'll go lift Husafel stones. You'll go lift Denny stones, Inverse stones. There's millions of them out there. Millions, I'm telling you. Just take one step at a time. Also, too, uh, the Domination Stone. Uh, that That is one of my favorites. That's the last one that has been built to this date. Um, it's in blood red, and, you know, as I say, no one will ever make the path for us. We make our own. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. It's very important. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping through my speakers. It's a tidal wave now, brother, and it's higher and higher and wider and wider. Frank Klein, another gem in my life. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. And that is very, very important, folks. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. Memorize that. Memorize that. Also, too, my dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, who was like a father figure to me, too, after my pop had been gone for so long, he'd walk every patient to the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day or just walk around. I was in Whole Foods one day, and I was walking around, and I kept going, keep smiling. And I, I didn't, it wasn't like a mumble. You could hear me. And people were, like, looking at me. I was like, I don't care. I was having a blast, man, and inside, it felt like I was on fire, literally. I was so happy. Keep smiling. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Join my family with everyone else. Charlie is in our family. Join our family. It's so important. We're here for you. And you're here for us, and we need one another. Tell a friend. Take this show, all the shows, spread them out. Make a comment. You know, when I say Charlie's coming on here, you like Charlie, you like what he does, put a comment on there. People need to know. You know, not everybody knows Charlie or myself or whatever, but they're going to, believe me. They are going to. They're going to know it all. Also, too, um, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And I don't know many people that would say that in today's day and age. And before I sign off with Charlie, remember, you're all unique. There's nobody else out there like you. 
You're winners, champions, and unstoppable. And I'm going to emphasize that till the day I'm gone. We will never stop saying that. Once you start believing it, I can't wait to hear what you're telling me. Believe me. And one last thing. This is from one of my favorite books of all time. I'm reading it again. Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. This is just one line. And it's off um, the six ghosts of fear. A fearless man thrives on far horizons. Well, Charlie's going to go take a trip tomorrow to a far horizon. Pretty interesting stuff, huh? Be fearless. Don't worry about anything. Charlie, another gem, man. And I got to tell you, it's always great to have you on. I am fired up. I'm going to go out and stand in the snow barefoot when we're done. (laughs) Um, But I got to tell you, I love doing this stuff. And I hope you love it as much as I do because you're you're your family, and you're always welcome on here, sir. And thank you for being on tonight. Well, it was a pleasure, and, and thank you for inviting me. And and you're saying about your father, you know, I'm sure he's really proud of you, Eric. Thanks, Charlie. That means a lot to me. I I, I know he is too. I I do believe that. And someday he's gonna we're gonna get to sit down and talk again. And I gotta tell you, not for a long time, but I am looking forward to talking to him again. So. For Charlie Oliphant, this is Eric Fiorello. We will talk to you, well, either by the end, well, we'll be in March. We'll talk to Charlie in March. Um, look, We look forward to uh, the next show to find out what went on. Um, maybe you'll give us a little info. We'll find out. I'm sure we'll see some uh, Lawrence news out there and everything else. But this is the stuff that matters, folks. So be part of this. Bring your family into it. I'm telling you, it's the best life you'll ever own. So, for Charlie Alfont, the show will be up tomorrow. This is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time. Win. Win. Win.